0: We're probably friends to this day because of those two conversations I had with my dad, and I'm just so freaking grateful, man. Case, we're done.
1: I don't care about the ALCS. I don't care about the NLCS. We're walking off on that. Case, we're done. You have a great day, Sean Casey. What's cracking? Welcome to the Gym Room Podcast. You all know I am always fired up for the original side hustle, but... If I sound more fired up than ever, it's because my guest this week for episode 240 is an absolute legend, a former all-star first baseman, a current MLB network analyst, the host of the mayor's office podcast on YouTube, and pretty much the best guy ever, Sean Casey. Like you don't get a nickname like the mayor without having an incredible personality. And as you're about to hear, This unbelievable personality caused this conversation to go in a totally different direction than I planned it to go, but I could not be happier where it ended up. So let's get right to it. I cannot wait for you to hear this chat. It is episode 240 with former all-star first baseman Sean Casey, and it's coming at you right now. Case, there is never not an amazing day to get caught up with you, but especially this time of year. Sean, my brother, what is going on? How you living? How are things? Bring me up to date.
0: Romy, man. I'm doing great, brother. Just uh, living the life out here in uh, in western Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh and just enjoying the playoffs and, and just enjoying life, man. Really am.
1: Really quickly, before we get to the postseason, you mentioned PA. I saw you at the Steeler game. The Steelers shot Tampa <laughs> Bay. You are there with the fam. You are there with friends. What was that day yeah. like?
0: Incredible, man. Incredible. You know, I think everyone was looking forward to Tom Brady coming into Pittsburgh and, and uh, you know, the Steelers hadn't been playing great, but, you know, they really, a couple goal line stands played really well. And to beat Brady 20 to 18 with a packed house at, uh, you know, out there in Heinz Field, I just think it was, it was a great time and it was great. My, both my sons, Andrew and Jake were home from college and, and, uh, you know, I had a couple buddies come in from out of town. So just a great time, man. A lot of fun.
1: Case, what's it like when the boys come home from college and you get some good family time with them
0: dude nothing Romy nothing like it man like it just happened Uh, my one son Andrew had fall break my other son Jake was getting off at baseball and they both came home and I was like hey you guys want to go to the Steeler games like old times and they're like yeah we're in so it was a blast man like and and, and that fills your dad's heart right there man That, that makes that fills your heart when you got both your boys back from college
1: man that is the best thing ever right so we've got one case who's a senior at the University of Madison Wisconsin And we've got a senior in high school. And so we're like, I'm almost there. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like when you played college baseball case, this is amazing for the career you had when you were coming out of high school, how much interest did you get?
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Zero. (laughs) (laughs) I just, yeah, it's funny. I told the story the other day. I mean, you know, um, I had no interest and in, you know one of the things that I think you can't judge a book by its cover I know for me back then you know you you would uh you know whenever, when everyone if people would watch me run they go nah he's not a good athlete so he's out of here and I remember going to like some tryouts when I was coming up uh like in in, in uh like with Kansas City Royals had a trial Pirates you know local tryouts and I would go we'd run the 60 and then they, they would announce who was coming back the next day and and I was never on the list and I'm like Sean Casey they're like nah you're not on the list for the next day I'm like is this a track tryout or are we playing baseball do we hit at these tryouts you know what i mean so great. and and romey just a great story really quick you know, my dad yeah my my dad my dad you know such a great man um uh you know it, it, um he's struggling right now he's going through some heart procedures he just had a second open heart surgery so you know when i talk about him i just talk with, with more reverence for the dad that he was for me but i remember you know when i was 14 years old and i wasn't playing a lot my freshman year in high school my da- i came home to my dad i wanted him to i wanted him to talk to the coach and and he was like you know what i'm not going to talk to the coach he goes you're not glaringly better because i wasn't playing at all right and so he was like you got to start working harder you got to put the time in you got to be accountable for yourself and i and i said and and he's like there's a batting cage that opens up in the town next to us let's go man get out there and start hitting he goes and i'll make you a deal i'll buy you as many tokens as you use and and as soon as you stop hitting deals off i said deal dad and and sure enough that day like it was like that marginal gains compound pounding like every day i hit from four then i i I started jv my sophomore year started varsity my junior year then started varsity my senior year and 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 at this point bro I could hit. I knew I was a good hitter. I knew the ball jumped off my bat. I, I was tough to strike out. I think I struck out once or twice in, in my whole high school varsity career. But I remember as I come down the, you know, the, the, the stretch of my high school career, you know, I got no college scholarship offers. I don't have a D3, D2, D1. And I remember my dad at the time was starting his own chemical company called Casey Chemical, and I watched how hard he grinded. I watched how hard, you know, the, the lights were always on in the house. So he he had a he had a, um, you know, the, the, his office was in our house. And I remember he would he'd go to bed like 1 o'clock every night. And I remember one day I came home. I was like, Dad, I'm so frustrated. Like, I'm so frustrated. This thing you said, that luck was preparation meeting opportunity. Like, no opportunities are coming around. Nobody's calling me. And he said, you know what, son? He's like, no one's going to call you. He's like, no one owes you anything in this life. He goes, you got to go take it. He goes, I want you to write down tomorrow after school. I want you to write down 30 colleges that you want to go to that you think that that maybe I've shown a little bit of interest at some point or that just, you want to go to. So I did roll I came home the next day. I sat down with my dad in his office and I wrote to 30 colleges. I wrote to Clemson. I wrote to Penn state. I wrote to college of Worcester. I wrote to Marietta. I was writing D D one to D and three. And the last thing my dad was like, Hey, listen, university of richmond sent you a brochure you know back then you get a brochure it's not like social media instagram you know all this stuff He like they gave you a brochure to keystone state games <laughs> you right. know? And, and yeah it was incredible and he goes send them a letter too they, they showed some interest in you i'm like all right dad i got it so 31 letters bam they go out and sure enough man a few weeks later i get no hits i mean no nobody's contacting me from these letters and i'm thinking man my dad's crazy you know he's like you gotta market yourself it's one day Romeo i come out after all these swings from 14 to now you know my senior year in high school i come out first to bat bases juiced. bam doubling the gap next to bat doubling the gap i end up going four for four with eight RBIs and four doubles, and my coach Jerry Malarkey comes up to me in like the in, uh, in in the last inning. I'm going out to first base. He's like, "Case, man, you've had a great day." He's like, "How many hits you got?" He's like, "I got four hits. How many doubles? Four doubles, eight ribbies." He goes, he goes, "I want you to turn around for me and look behind the backstop there. You see that guy right there? That's 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 the University of Richmond coach Mark McQueen. Drove six drove six hours from the letter you wrote him three weeks ago to come up and see you play. I walked over to Coach McQueen, Coach Mac put his hand out, he said, hey man, I really like your swing. You know, and I think he was like, wondering why no one was on me. He's like, I really like your swing, your gap to gap. He's like, let me get back to you tomorrow. He calls me back the next day. I got a thousand dollar scholarship to University of Richmond. I remember my dad at the time was making 33 grand and I think it was $30,000 to go to Richmond. I'm like, dad, what are we gonna do? We can't afford this. He's like, we'll, we'll figure it out. And, and they did like financial aid or whatever. So Romy, Freshman year, I go to Richmond freshman year, only offer I have of a scholarship. I start my freshman year, I, um, my sophomore year, I start my sophomore year, go to the Cape Cod League, almost win the MVP. My junior year, brother, I hit 461 and was the was the number one, I won the Division One batting championship. And the <laughs> only reason I say that, bro, is because three years earlier, I was writing letters begging people to just give me a shot to come walk on do anything 3 years later I'm the best hitter in Division 1 baseball all because of two lessons that my dad told me it was like you got to put the work in you got to be accountable for yourself and no one's coming for you you got to go to them and you got to put yourself out there and go get it and, and like like I said man we're probably friends to this day because of those two conversations I had with my dad and I'm just so freaking grateful man
1: case we're done I don't care about the ALCS <laughs> I don't care about the NLCS we're walking <laughs> off on that case we're done you have a great day. Sean Casey! <laughs> it is time to knock that new business idea out of the park with Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Forget the off-season work. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling warm-ups or wall hangers, it is time to start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you will customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build the relationships that create diehard fans. And And Shopify fields all the sales channels to grow a winning business from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one eco-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is on your team every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world score their first sale with Shopify, and you can too. When you're ready to take your winning idea to the world, team up with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Try out Shopify for free today and start selling anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at Shopify.com Rome, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash R-O-M-E, all lowercase, and start selling online today. Shopify.com Rome. Oh, I mean, that is such an amazing—even for you, Case, even for the greatest storyteller ever, that is such an amazing story. In Case, you know, seriously, seriously, seriously— And I I want to settle back into this for a moment. Your father, I mean, such an amazing story. I know he's going through a lot of stuff right now. How is he doing?
0: Oh, man. Uh, You know what? It's funny. It's funny. I was, uh, I was, I was, um, he just had his second open heart surgery. And um, he called me last night about 1145 with a complication. I, I drove over as quick as I could, you know, picked him up at his house. And then, uh, you know, we pretty much, we, we spent the night in the er till about 11 o'clock this morning crazy i just i literally just went to bed and woke up i was like i gotta get up for romy you know Mm. so i literally uh, 11 a.m this morning i came back the doctor said you know he's gonna have another procedure on monday to fix something but it was probably best case scenario for what it was but like you know i I just think like uh you know you know it's, it's tough at times you know you watch your you know, like I said those those stories I have like you know the man I am today and like you know when my son's coming back and I know what it means to be a father and you know it's just it, it uh it breaks my heart to see like the guy that that is a superhero to me like just grinding the way he is and, and he's fighting he's a fighter and I you know we've been having conversations with, we always joke about you know I always say like you got to have that buffalo you know anti-fragile you know mindset of like running for the storm and like we just keep talking about like dad you got to keep running he's like I'm a buffalo Shawnee calls me Shawnee Shawnee I'm a Buffalo and I'm like just keep running for it dad keep running until we get you know until we get those blue skies and and, 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 the, and the sunny sunny blue skies on the other side of this storm and so it's you know it's been a bonding moment for my dad and I right now because you know I think when you go through struggles like this it, it makes you stronger as a family and uh, you know I appreciate you asking man and, and and he's a guy that I love to death and he's a guy that's you know kind of led the way for me and then I know you know Romy being a dad and having you know some have sons in college and high school like what that relationship means and and obviously your father too so you know it's i'm, I, I'm grateful thanks for asking and, and you know jim casey's a fighter he's going to keep fighting case you know i i don't
1: part of me doesn't even want to talk baseball because this is so deep and so important you know and, and i don't want to get too yeah. far off the beaten path but i don't get too sidetracked but i've told the story so many times case i understand i really do because my father passed away when he was 59 And I'm now almost 58, so it's very strange to me. And not only did he pass away at 59, he was diagnosed with leukemia at 50— and I've oh. told this story a million times, Kiss, what's amazing, different breed. Like, he was a Boston guy. And when he was oh. diagnosed back then at 50, he didn't tell anybody. They owned a small business, my mom and dad. And he's like, we're not telling anybody. I'm like, what do you mean you're not telling anybody? You, you have cancer. Everybody's going to know. He's like, we're not telling anybody. I don't want pity. I don't want people looking at me. I don't want people feeling sorry for me. I'm going to get up, and I'm going to do what I've done every single day of my whole life. I'm going to work. We're not telling anybody. We'll talk about it in-house, in the family, but we're not talking. Oh. And I'm like, I just, I didn't understand it, Case. I could not process it, but I had to respect it, right? Never complained, never said why me. Was giving himself injections back in the 80s because that's what you did, you know, like experimental drugs. In case was the craziest yeah. thing. Like, and then there'd Whoa. be there would be years where it was fine, and then there would be years where the blood, the white blood cell count was really bad, and we'd all be terrified. And then finally, it just, it got out of control. It got into his brain, and he had brain surgery, and he <sighs> never, Case, he never once said why me. He never once. Had a bad day, and I finally said to him, Dad, Dad, I don't get it. Like, what the fuck's up? Why, why are you not yeah. depressed? Why are you not upset? He goes, because I have an amazing life and I did far better than I ever expected. I never expected two great kids. By the way, we weren't. I never expected this great (laughs) business. I never expected (laughs) to marry my wife. I'm good. I'm good. And I forget, Case. Like, I get caught up in stuff that's so dumb. And it's like, here's a guy who has cancer who's good in his 50s knowing it's going to come to an end. But to your point about your dad, never stopped fighting. It's an amazing thing, isn't it?
0: Oh, Romy, it's incredible, man. I'm you know, it's funny with your generation, like your dad, like, you know, the victim mentality like doesn't exist They're just like that warrior mentality. Like we're just going to keep going. We're going to keep fighting until the, until, you know, until no more is is there. And like, you know, to hear that about your dad, I, it it is crazy. I kind of feel the same way. It's like, You know, don't you want to like get out there and then, you know, get, you know, no, we're going to, we're just going to, we're going to fat, we're going to fight. We're going to keep battling. And you know, to hear that story about your dad, man, that, that hits my heart too. Cause like, you know, I know, I know you looked up to him and you know, think he's, he's Superman and, 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 but when you see Superman have a perspective, work a perspective muscle like your dad does, like I've had an unbelievable life and I am the most blessed human out there. Like as a son, I'm sure for you, you, you know, you've taken that into your role as a dad, you know, to this day. now that you're 58 and you look back and you go, and I know you'd feel the same way. At 58, you feel like still feel like you're 20. You know what I mean? So when you look back at your dad being 59, it's like, man, it, it, he was still so young.
1: You know, you know, he was so young, okay, so young. And you know what's amazing about it was he wasn't. He was Superman, like mentally, like physically. You know, he's like me, like five, ten, nothing spectacular yeah. about him at all. It didn't work yeah. out as much as I work out. Like, how is this dude doing this? It was, like, the most amazing thing. And to your point, like, when it got really bad, Case, and he was just all jacked up on roids because that's how they treated that back in the day, and mentally he was kind of losing it, and he could no longer, like, go to work or drive. Dude, we would hide the car keys, and he would find them and try to go to work, and we'd be freaking out, like, Case, hey Dad, you cannot drive. Like, something bad is going to happen. Why are you going to the office? Because that's how they were built, man. That's how that generation, was case is that crazy
0: (laughs) that's incredible can you please stop fighting
1: dude please (laughs) stop fighting and stop going to work like we're hiding the car keys because he's out of his mind
0: yeah isn't that it's incredible that's an incredible story and that's that's those are those those are the men that's that's your dad and my dad just that generation of guys like no we're gonna keep going and you guys are wimps you guys <laughs> need to get a hold of yourselves, you know? I, sometimes I feel like, man, I need to get tougher, you know?
1: Yeah. Right, right. Okay, so um, so, what does this mean, like, to your kids? They're obviously doing incredibly well. Did you tough yeah. love them? Are they are they built that way? Are they tough? Was your mom, like, like yeah. my wife, Janet, would always be like, God, don't be tough on the kids. And I would say, I don't want to. I don't want to. It's our job to raise yeah. them because this world's not easy. Yeah. What are your kids yeah. like?
0: I feel the same way man like and I, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that like baseball taught me a lot because it was such a game of failure that it taught you like you got to keep going like you got to keep showing up if you if you if you're successful 30% of the time they, they pat you on the back that means seven out of 10 times you get knocked down and I always thought like you just got to keep going both my sons you know played college baseball and and the ups and downs of that I've kind of enjoyed for them like I've kind of enjoyed like I, I was talking to my son Jake the other day and I was saying hey man you got to look at failure as feedback. You can't look at failure as like, oh man, I'm not good enough. This is too tough. You got to be able to look at failure as feedback and say, no. How can I use this to get better? I'm not hitting the curveball right now. Hey, let me go into the batting cage and hit 50 curveballs a day, 100 curveballs a day on the curveball machine or whatever. So, I I I've tried to preach to my kids like, hey. Use baseball as an analogy to life. Life's not easy, and baseball's not easy. And you know what? At the end of the day, you gotta you gotta keep going. Like you're gonna get knocked down, but you gotta gotta keep going. And I think that's one thing. I, we always have an adage of that adage: of, "Hey, bring it on." bring it on like sometimes when things get tough it's easy to go you know just suck our thumbs in the corner but at times we have to look at the situation and say hey let's bring it on so man i hope i hope that my kids i my boys are pretty resilient and i just hope that they you know i hope that i've passed that on i know as a dad and i know you know as a dad man when the, your kids go off you're like man i hope I, I hope i did enough i hope i did enough you know now that they're out of the house to, so that they can really be men in this world and 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 not get chewed up by it
1: mm, exactly Hey now, are you craving some protein after a good workout? Of course. Can I tell you, I'm starving after every workout. So, this time, do not make a shake or eat a bar. Grab a bag of beef jerky from Old Trapper instead. Why Old Trapper? Because Old Trapper beef jerky is tasty and it's tender and it's made with real strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a wood fire. And Old Trapper is a family-owned business that takes smoked beef extremely seriously and you can taste it in every single bite. I mean, who wants dried out rough beef in a bag? Nobody. It's like eating a shoe. Old Trapper, though, is the real deal and it comes in four amazing flavors. Old-fashioned, is sweetened with a touch of brown sugar goodness. Teriyaki, peppered, and hot and spicy for those who like to take things up a notch. So next time you want a great protein and energy snack that you can have anytime, anywhere, grab some Old Trapper beef jerky. Look for Old Trapper in the clear view bag. That way you can see exactly what you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. If you don't see it, clones, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what is your beef? So, Case, when you were coming up and you were that hungry, like, what was your fuel? What was motivating you? Did you love the game? Did you want to be great? Was it a way to get out of something? Did you have a chip on your shoulder? It's easy to lose track of all this because you're Sean Casey. You're so happy. You're so upbeat. What was fueling that drive, that work?
0: You know, I I think I love the game. I think I started to love – there was a guy named Frank Porco. It's crazy. He's still, still alive to this day. He was my hitting coach. Um, and he was a never played college baseball. He was a labor union negotiator here in Pittsburgh, and I just met him on Tuesday. Uh, every Tuesday night, I'd hit with him from 5.30 to 6 o'clock, and, and, and he would teach me one thing. I would keep the front shoulder in this week. Let's work on keeping the front shoulder in. Let's work on the, the base of the legs and how they work and how you drive off the back side, and I started to become obsessed with, 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 with the skill of hitting a baseball. I started to become obsessed with the mechanics of it, Romy, and I just started to love it, man. I just started to love it. Of showing up you know uh, after that lesson and then Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday I just became obsessed with the swing and then I also I mean I must say like I always tell people like hey man when someone says you can't do it because so many people growing up you know you're too slow you don't do this you didn't have enough power this and that you have no college scholarship offers and I and, and they would say no one's only 0.0001 playing the big leagues and I said hey why not me somebody's at 0.0001%. Why not me? You know, and I think I collected those chips. I think I did have a chip on my shoulder because so many times, you know, people said you're not this, you're not that and I was like, "You know what? But I can rake and I and no one is going to outwork me. I'm going to hit every single day. No one is going to outwork me and I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going to get marginally better every day and pretty soon I'm going to develop the skill of hitting a baseball, you know, that that's going to get me to the big leagues." So I think it was a combination of chips on my shoulder passion for the game I, I i'm meeting this guy frank pork i am so grateful to him to him this day for passing on his love of hitting to me and i think a combination of that and i just you know me man i just loved life and i was like i'm going for this like i feel like i have a i have a skill here and i'm going to see it out even though everyone tells me no 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 I always say listen write your own story you know you talked about perspective of your dad like your dad had a perspective where he wrote his own story so at the end he was like you know what i did it my way son i have a blessed life i i'm so fortunate and everything and and i'm so grateful i feel the same way with me when i look back i want to tell people hey listen write your story don't let anyone ever write your story and tell and someone tell you you can't do this you can't do that so then you believe people believe yourself and, and, and put the work in so that eventually you can do whatever you want to do. And I know, Roman, you're, you're the same way, dude. And your profession, where you're at, that just doesn't come overnight. There's a lot of hard work that goes into that. So I think that combination, man, is what really, really allowed me to play 12 years in the big leagues and, and have the life that I had I love in, it. In, in that part. I love yeah. it so
1: much, Case. I love it so much. That whole, it's not you. It's not you. You can't do it Yeah, but I can rake. Yeah. But I can rake and nobody's going to outwork <laughs> exactly. me. You know, Case, it's, for you to be where you are right now, you have this perspective. I understand this. But back then and you know the world is so different analytics metrics you know performance coaches there's so much information now the young players have what did you do about mindset were you working on your mental game back then other than the things you learned from maybe the hitting coach and your father were there books that you read were there things that you were practicing how did you get right mentally on the way up
0: brother Brother, this, you know, Roman, this the separated from me, you know, I, here comes my dad again. It's incredible. I was a junior in high school, you know, when I was really going through this, you know, I hadn't wrote, I hadn't written the letters yet, but I was hitting every day. I was really starting to love baseball. And my dad came home one day. I wasn't a big reader at the time. I'm big, I'm a big reader now, but I wasn't then. And he came back with three books. He came back with um The Art of Hitting 300 by Charlie Lau the science of hitting by Ted Williams and the mental game of baseball by Harvey Dorfman and Carl, Carl Keel. And for whatever reason, brother, I started this mental game of baseball book, you know, at, at, at 16 years old, like resonated with me, I was like, this is incredible. Like stuff that I was reading, focus on the task at hand, you know, process over results, breathe, you know, Harvey was big on breathe or die. Like you gotta be able to calm the game down, slow the game down and incredible because this is where I started to go to another level. When I started to really study the mental game, because what I realized was I could take a million swings in the cages. I could be the strongest human being on earth, but when I get in the batter's box and I got, you know, Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox, these guys in the mound, guess what? no one can help me but myself. No one can help me but my thoughts. No one can help me but my my inner confidence and my belief in the work that I've put in. So when I looked back, the mental side was everything to me man it was everything and i read that book when i was 16 years old the mental game of baseball until i was 34 when i retired and i was very fortunate when i got a few years in the big leagues i called harvey Dorfman myself and i said hey harvey he was with scott boris at the time and i said hey harvey i said i just want to introduce myself my name's sean Casey." He's like yeah i know who you are love your swing i was like oh man thank you so much i was like you don't know me but i know you i've been reading your book since i was 16 years old i read it every single day everything that you say i put into practice i put it into, into my practice my process over my results i make sure i go one pitch at a time i get in the box and i was like could i start working with you and this is like 2003 and he was like no problem and i was like i know you're with boris but could i you know he's like yeah no problem you call me whenever you want to call me and i think i send him three thousand dollars i should have sent him three million dollars when i look back like hey I, I, he was so under it was so undervalued i'm like harvey don't sell yourself short i no one should pay you just three 000 grand and i got a chance to get closer to harvey Dorfman for those final years of my career and he passed away about 12 years ago um but you know when you go back down the list of guys al lighter you know who's a dear friend of mine i work with mlb network with him dude harvey was everything to him and like there's so many different guys but Romy, yes did i work at the mental game yes i worked at it and that's what i and then now i kind of try to work at the mental game of life like bring those same principles to to what I do in life and pass it on to my kids and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, had I not worked on my mental game and gotten really tough in who I was to deal with failure, to see failure as feedback, to be able to go out there night in and night out and believe in myself because the inner trust I had because I put the work in in the cages, you know, I don't know. I don't know where my career, I definitely don't play in the big leagues. If I don't get that book at 16, I 100% do not play in the big leagues.
1: So I've got a quick question for you. Do you feel like your antiperspirant keeps you dry all day long? Dove Men Plus Care Dry Spray has an instantly drying antiperspirant formula that can help give you a cleaner feel and offers 48 hours sweat and odor protection. I said it, 48 hours. It's incredible. And on top of that dove men dry spray feels light and it's clean on your skin and it's quick and it's easy to use especially when you are on the go and dove men dry spray contains dove's unique one quarter moisturizing cream that helps to protect your skin you know you got to have that you have to moisturize it leaves your skin feeling comfortable and it helps to protect your skin as well truly take advantage of that you've got to moisturize Try Dove Men Dry Spray. Goes on dry, clean feel all day. Case, I'm so happy I asked you that question. And I'm not saying that I knew that that's where you would go, but I knew there was something like that because, and again, not to get too far down the road, but I kind of approached my entire career the same way. It was not a career of professional sports, but I knew coming in, there were long odds. There were not very many opportunities to do what I was doing. So I thought to myself, I've got to approach this from two different ways. I need to come up with a format and I need to come up with a way to become a broadcast professional, but I need to work on my head as much as I need to work on my craft because there's going to be so much rejection and so many people saying, you never played the game. Who are you? You don't sound right. You don't look right. Why would we give you the opportunity? So like you, I was working on the swing, which for me was the content, but I was working on my mind so I would have the right grind and work ethic and toughness to come back from the rejection so I would also read like you did. So I understood this. I knew this about you, Case, without even knowing exactly what the book was. So what you said right there, I still read, I still work on this I'm still working on the mental game Now that you're at this part of your life How do you work on that mental game? Has it changed at all? Do you find Uh, different things to read? uh, What do you do now?
0: Bro, I'll tell you what, man I've been very fortunate to meet certain people in my life That, you know, have been very influential Um, You know, I, I... uh, there, there's a guy named Brian Johnson who, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he, he started a company called Optimize. And he started, there's a new, um, a new app that he just came out with called Heroic. It's incredible. And what he does is he, he's been doing for years, These philosopher's notes and and any he, any he, um he's, he's he's done over a thousand books he takes a thousand books he puts them into a six page philosopher notes and then he puts them all into a 20 a 20 minute video and it's on this app called heroic and it's incredible and it's what it, I, it's one of those things where like every day i wake up and he always has these things called plus ones and i listen to them and they're very you know motivational but they're also about books right so that has been something that's kind of taken my mind to another level i just love working on the mental game of life like i i I love working that mentality of like of of things that happen now with my dad and 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 you know just when life comes at you you know at times you just got to say okay here we go and, and, and i'm all in so you know i like to look at like the neuroscience stuff i love following that guy andrew Huberman there's a girl named lisa miller a book that i'm reading called the awakened brain right now and there's just a lot of a lot of different books that i love man and i still love uh, I'm starting a mental coaching program, like just my passion, like my new passion, Romy. I'm starting a mental performance coaching program just here locally in Pittsburgh. But one day, I'll one day I'm gonna take it out there nationally, and uh, it starts, you know, in a couple of weeks. But it's just I want to teach people the things that I've learned over the over the years in in baseball but also in life to have the best life like to live that abundant life and realize hey man you we you know when i look at my dad right now and 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 i look and i and i look at life like how quickly it goes you're 58 i'm 48 we've been talking for over 27 years bro but i look at how big life is and how abundant it is and i think when you start to get that mindset of like this life is a gift and 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 the gratitude that's here man i know for me personally it's taken my mind to another level of just loving waking up every day and having purpose and having meaning and you know my have two daughters that are still home here and being the best dad i could be the best friend i could be and just passing that on so you know for me man I, I i love growing i love that growth mentality that growth mindset and that's a great you know you know book by carol dweck too um called mindset you know growth and fixed mindset one, so one of the best
1: stuff. one of the <laughs> best books ever that book yes
0: isn't that a great book, the Carol Dweck book? Incredible. So good, man. Incredible. So good. So that growth mindset, just like you have, Romy, man, like how many times have has Jim Rome continued to reinvent himself year in and year out? Well, guess what? You could have just thought hey this is just me i just do it like this and like no 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 i do it this way this way this way because there's always that there's always room to grow as human beings until one day you know the clock stops ticking but listen I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go and keep growing until until uh, you know the good lord checks me out
1: case okay, so we're on the same page this is why you and i can talk i mean we've known each other 20 years but you and i could talk for a half hour and not talk baseball because i've got that same mindset and i've got the same curiosity and i'm fascinated that you do as well and really quickly when you talk about the thing that you want to do and you want to help people locally and you want to start this business give me an idea what are you going to do what's the brand what's the is it an app is it a business what are you thinking about yeah. doing
0: yeah, dude, it's I, I've put it together already. It, you know what? It's funny. I, I relate it to baseball, and uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. You know. I'm I'm calling this program Breakthrough Pro. Come take your life to the pro level. Come start thinking like a pro would think. And I always think the power's in the gaps, right? The power's in the gaps because the power was in the gaps in baseball. You know, if you're a, if you're a baseball fan or a baseball player, you knew that if you went left center, right center, you could do it better than anyone else. That's where your success was. That's where your money was. That's where that's where everything that lied in being a great player lies in the gaps. It's the biggest part of the field. Well, I th- I think I think success lies in the gaps of 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 life too. And, and my gaps are gratitude, accountability, perspective, just like your dad had, you know, where he could walk, walk away from his life at 59 and say, I got no regrets and service to others. I was telling uh, a local, my, my buddy, Mike Junko is the head football coach here. And they did a, they did a, a camp for my miracle league kids recently. And I got, the, I got the team together. And there was big football guys, high school kids. And I said, you know what guys, I said, you know what the most selfish thing you could do in your life is the most selfish thing you can do. And you're doing it today. You're being, it's super selfish. And he said, what's, they're like, what's that? I said, serve somebody else. So for, for whatever reason, when you serve other people, and you don't have to go do a Miracle League uh, you know, um, a camp, you could serve someone in your house. You could serve someone at the grocery store. But when you start to serve people and look out and, and look at your life that way, for whatever reason, the soul feels it back. It just feels good when, when, when you serve somebody else. So, so I, my program is gonna be the powers in the gaps, like break through your mind to the pro level of thinking Gratitude, accountability, perspective, and service. It's so
1: great, Case. Like, you don't need to do it. I know you're coming from a place of passion and love and energy, and you want to make a difference. What do you like so much about that? Why does that make you feel like that?
0: Because um, you know what, man, it, get, it, it it gets my juices flowing because people served me. Harvey Dorfman served me. Frank Porco served me. Jim Casey served me. I want to serve other people. You know, I look back, like, you know, some of the great players, you know, in the game that, you know, that that, that served me too, some of the, you know, uh, my good buddies. But I want to give back, Roman. Like, I don't need the money. It's, it's not a money not a know, money pool or anything right? like that. It's, it, I want to serve, man, because I know now, like, you know, when people say, oh, I have all this success. I, I've made all this money. I'm like BS, man. We all have made money. Like money doesn't make you successful. Like it doesn't make you fulfilled. Fulfillment is really like giving back, is like serving other people, is, is living your life in an abundant way, is, is, is helping people when they're down, is showing people that there is, there is, a, there is an unbelievable, uh, you know, your mind is so strong and how to tap into it to live the life you wanna live. So, you know, for me, it, it just comes from a deep down, like literally comes from my from my soul, Romy, where I'm like, I gotta get this out there. Like I have to, I have to deliver some of the stuff that's helped me have an amazing life. I gotta be, uh, be you know, deliver it to other people and be that be that life coach where I could where I could serve others. I,
1: I like it, Case. I love it because I feel like I'm I've been trying to be in the same space and do something similar to that. And you know, because you and I read similar things, we talk to similar people, we know what that space is like. And you know who's in it for the right reasons, and you know who's not. You know who's not being real with you, and you know who's coming from their soul. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everybody can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app. Opt in and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today with payouts bigger than ever. DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code Rome R O M E. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code Rome. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions to apply. See show notes for details. You mentioned the Miracle Kids. Before you go, the Uh, Miracle uh, League of the South Hills, this is your thing. You and I have always talked (laughs) about this. Bring me up to date. For those, look, if they know me and they know you, they know that. But if somebody listening right now does not know about the Miracle League of the South Hills, what exactly is it? And bring us up to date, Case.
0: Well, dude, you're the best, Romy. I always appreciate this, man. You know what? It's a it's a field that we started ten years ago, Miracle League of the South Hills. But the Miracle League's been around twenty plus years, and what it is, Romy, it's it's you know. Um, a lot of kids, we say kids of all ability, you know, special needs kids, but kids of all abilities, kids that have Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, autism, they can go out. We, we, we build a rubberized surface, you know, uh, or, or, or a turf where kids can, where wheelchair, it's wheelchair accessible, where all kids that deserve a chance to play. And so like our field in the Miracle League of the South Hills in Pittsburgh, we have over 350 kids we serve and their families. And the great thing about it, Romy, is you talk about service. Hey, you want to serve somebody? Go sign up for the Miracle League of the South Hills and come push Johnny's wheelchair for six weeks and be a part of him and 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 join and you know make the community a better place um you know bring friends together bring new relationships together so this place man has been nothing but a godsend recently man we decided to take it to another level talk about growth mentality the miracle league tim gephardt who runs my miracle league is incredible human being and and miranda they they we decided hey there's a lot of kids out there, all the kids that we played that are that are doing travel, you know, travel baseball, travel soccer, our kids are gonna start traveling. So what we did is we went and got a Greyhound bust. We got 25 fam 25 kids and their families, and we bust to Cincinnati to play the Joe Nuxall Miracle League. Kim Nuxall is a great friend of mine. But we, dude, it was like, it was like a trip like you would do with with your kids growing up. Like we got in the bus, we went to stayed in the hotel for the weekend. Our kids played their kids. It was incredible. We got off the bus, Romy. There was 1500 people waiting mm. for our kids when we walked off the bus. Dude, it choked me up so big time. But incredible because what it what it means is, man, when you when you can give back to other people when you can you can show them the same love that everyone else gets man there's there's magic that happens there so our miracle league of the south hills has been such a it, i always say if you're having a bad day or a bad week and you want some gratitude and joy in your life come down to the field for five minutes 10 minutes 30 minutes come watch a game or come volunteer you won't be disappointed in it. and like you Romy, there there's there's a bunch of them out in california they're all over the country so anyone that's listening, if you want a, a chance to serve and, and get out there you know go find a Miracle league in your area and go go volunteer for the kids. In
1: case, you're one of one. Listen, this was not my intention. I don't know how you feel about this. Probably you thought we'd talk a little baseball. I meant to talk <laughs> some baseball, but you know what, Case? There, there, there's so much more to it. I'm being very yeah. selfish in saying I got personally so much out of that conversation. If I did, I know others did as well. And sometimes there comes a time where there's more than the games, right? There's more as it's big so as they tough. are right now. And I don't want to diminish that in any way. Sometimes, Case, i got to follow you around and just have a conversation. And that's what the side hustle to my side hustle is all about. This. This was amazing. So next time we will talk baseball, man. I do love you, and I can't say how much I appreciate it. That was the jolt of energy and something (laughs) from the soul that we all needed. It was absolutely awesome, Case.
0: Romy, you're the best, dude. I had my notes ready to go. I don't ever come on the Jim Rome show because I know you bring it, dude. Greatest research. Ever. The question you asked since day one, so we've been on like, no wonder this guy's the biggest in the world because freaking he does more research and he's more prepared than anybody. So I was ready to go. I appreciate that the, the side hustle we went on because, you know, I know you have a lot of passion down this road, and so do I. And I know, you know, you're you're an unbelievable father and what your kids mean to you. And I appreciate this, Romy. I love you, brother. I have always appreciated our relationship uh you know and I'm looking forward to opening day next year and all the times that we talk but we will talk baseball next time my man
1: this message is sponsored by discover Did you know that you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection, the latest innovation from Discover? Discover will help you remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that can sell your data. And they will do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. I always expect a conversation with the mayor to be amazing, but that absolutely blew me away. We did not get to anything that I prepped, or as he points out, what he prepped. But case being case, was all this episode needed, so my extreme... Extreme thanks to a legend for making all that time and bringing it like nobody else can. There is nobody like Case. He really is one of one. Now, if you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did, you might want to consider subscribing right now. This way, you will never miss another conversation ever again. Every episode going forward will find its way straight to you as soon as it's live or or you can double back for any or all of the 239 eps that we have already pumped out. Point is, there is a ton of content in the can and plenty more on the way. So, while you find that subscribe button to smash, I will hit you with your voicemails. Here you go.
2: First new message.
1: Rome, Jacques in North Carolina. Just want to wish you a happy birthday and also to Garrett Red. It's Red!
2: Message saved. Next message. Rummy Justin and Melbourne, um, apparently the receipts from Robert Salas, uh, let's just say they're probably as long as the Walgreens
0: and CBS receipts, dude. And he saved them, and oh my God, we're all going to hear about it. I just hope you're not on that receipt, because I think you are, Jimmy.
2: Message saved. Next message. I'm obsessed with Johannes Eckerstrom? So the fuck what? I can't help it because I am attracted to a fucking gorgeous six foot four, half Swedish, half German man. God damn. Johannes Ackerstrom is a zillion times better looking than that piece of shit, Jimmy Garoppolo, or that other 45 year old bitch, Brady. Aaron Rodgers, you had the opportunity to lead the land of fat Message deleted. Next message. Hi, Jim. Bella being Calgary. I am so excited. It's the free pay-per-view boxing event. Thank you to the show. I've never had an email from Jim Rome before. That was pretty sweet. I got money on Wilder. Oh, and for all those whiny little bitches in the jungle, kiss my ass. Message saved. Next message. Hey, Jim, what's up? This is David from Buffalo. Mark in Hollywood, what a phone call that was, laying some smackdown
0: on Michigan. As Kyle Brandt used to say back in the day, Mark from Hollywood was smoking some suckers, lighting up some chumps, and knocking out some fools in that call. That's what the jungle was all about, coming after people, setting it up, knocking it down, making it count on the biggest stage in the mall in Sports Talk Radio. Out.
2: Message saved. Next message.
1: What's up, Rome? Mike in Detroit. Enjoying that call from Mark in Hollywood, alias Bald Dwarf. Your pathetic team is down 13 to nothing right now. One yard rushing. We'll see if you can get that up to five by the end of the game. Go Blue. I'm glad you can uh, recite our fight song
2: when we don't even know if your pitiful school has a fight song. Other than your
1: hero Joe Pa covering up for his rapist friend. Nice morals. Yeah, Harbaugh's a kook, but you're a flop. Get out.
2: Message saved. Next message. What's up, Jill? The Jumpman Druitt. Brady. Wanted to say happy belated birthday. Hope you had a good time. And also wanted to ask, can you put your NFL picks on your voicemail recording? Because I've been having trouble making time to listen to the Big at Bets pod. Uh, but I appreciate getting those picks. Thanks. Message deleted. Next message. Uh, my name's Alan from Steeler Country. I'm embarrassed today. And uh, Abigail kills it with that ice cream truck reference. Man, that that goes way back. I've been listening to her a long time, man. Uh, thank you for your time. Message saved. Next message. Jim Jimmery, Lance in OKC. Got a Halloween-themed uh, dad joke for you. Alrighty. righty. How come monsters don't like to eat ghosts? Hmm? Because they taste like sheep. <laughs> Help! Message deleted. You have no more messages.